everyone, and welcome back to She's All That Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1999 examination of popularity in high school, She's All That, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And minute 70 begins with Taylor saying, out of my way, fool, and goes through Dean saying, well, it's nice to see you too, brother. This minute is confusing some in mm-hmm. some in a couple of ways. Not yep. a lot of ways. Some of the ways are just sort of like, yeah, all right, this character is well, we'll get to it, but Yeah. So Taylor storms off. I think maybe she walks from this photo shoot to go see Zach in the hall. Oh maybe the dance I think it's like the dance hall. It's the like da- the yeah. prom room. Right. The, the prom room, formerly known as the science lab, um, but they got mm-hmm. rid of that for prom. Um, no, mm-hmm. but it's it's like a big, it's a hall. I mean, it's like a great hall kind of deal. Like, yeah. And Usher is there, and he's like, you must not go into the dark forest. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Do that spell I taught you. Um, okay, so Zach is planning prom? I guess. Before, before we get to that... Um, yeah. So Taylor pushes the the yearbook oh, yes. out of the way um, <laughs> as she's storming off. And he turns to his friend. And he goes, I think I touched her boob. And I have to wonder, do you think that was scripted? Or do you think that was an ad lib that they just kept in because it was perfect? I want it to be the second one. I do too. But I feel like rule number one of being like an extra with no lines in a movie is don't give yourself lines. Right. So unless that is like Jeffrey Lee Cook, um, (laughs) Rachel's cousin. um, Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'll spot you the amount of money you have to pay him for this line. (laughs) Where he says, I think I I touched her boob. Um, then probably it was scripted. Weird scripting, though. We- weird for it to be scripted. Yeah, it like, very much felt like an ad lib. This movie started stronger extra wise than it is ending. Yeah. Like, my favorite thing, Your Name is Melissa, is one of my favorite things that's been mm-hmm. in any of these movies that we've covered. And it's the same sort of timing as this, but way better. Like, way better. Yeah. However, I um, if they made a different decision and turned She's All That into a franchise and that kid was, like, the star of the next one, I'd be confused. A little <laughs> delighted, mm-hmm. though. A little delighted. Yeah. Because it'd be like, huh, you decided to... Okay, all right. Actually, you know what, though? I would watch a movie where the entire... The main character's entire plot point was somehow based around the one time he touched the popular girl's boob. Yeah. On accident, because she shoved him out of the way. And, and he's somehow not that turns in... Yeah, and somehow that turns into, like, the catalyst for his quest. Uh-huh. Yeah, boob quest. Yeah. It would be... The movie would be called Boob Quest. It, it would truly be called Boob Quest. I also just imagine sort of a... I don't know, kind of like a American Horror Story-ish, Lost-ish kind of... Um, it starts with Taylor. This starts with this scene... And then episode two is about that kid. And then he knows Simon somehow. So Simon is episode three and so forth through the whole season. And so the season finale okay. is Lainey at this at this scene. Um, 
or something. Oh, yeah. So each episode is the same scene, but from the perspective of a different character who may or may not have anything to do with what's going on in the initial scene. Right. And you could do things where it's like, oh, it turns out episode three kid who we'll call Roger Booberson. Um, Mm hmm. They, it's called Boob Quest, but not for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the show is still called Boob Quest, weirdly. Um, yep. <laughs> and, and uh, like, it turns out that, you know, then in episode 19, he's that kid's tutor and, like, changes his life or whatever. It's like a very, it's like a Christmas yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Episode 19 Christmas episode is a ambitious uh, uh, episode, like, episode schedule, but I think we can yeah. pull it off. I think so. <laughs> we we have our Christmas episode come out in May, and that'll be confusing, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Also, if it's the same scene, why is Christmas happening? These are these are our clues in in the mystery that we're laying down with season one of Boob Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I miss doing write a movie episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But what is the what is oh, the, man. the secret? <laughs> you know what would be a fun by the minute episode? What? Where we do a movie that doesn't actually exist. That we is just make it up. Hey, um That's what Chris Yule is doing. Yeah, in theaters never is that. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree we should be guests on In Theaters Never for sure. Yeah. I don't think they're filming. I don't think they're recording anymore. I think they made it to like minute 15 and then Maybe they'll start oh. back up. That was a short movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what? It's longer than Blood Drips Heavily, so... That's... that's And that's true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was a movie. That, that And there's no one that can argue that that wasn't a movie. Except maybe Don Knotts, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> so... Boob Quest has begun. However, Taylor is is on her way to go see Zach, I guess, who is planning yeah. prom, which I imagine is a presidential thing, like a class president. It's it's gotta be, or he's at least directing the setup of prom. Cause how come? How, did he forget? <laughs> like how come that he was going to have to do this? <laughs> right, I don't know. So most. Movies, books, whatever that take place circa prom, there's like a prom committee. Yeah. And often it does include members of the student government. Sure. But that's because oftentimes the kids who do student government also tend to be the planner types who like being on committees for things. <laughs> at, Future at bureaucrats of America. Tropo- at least tropally right. in, you know, teen rom coms. Right. So, but I don't think that it's ever been, to my knowledge, it hasn't been a trope that, oh, class president has to plan prom. Because I guarantee you, most teenage boy class presidents who are trying to decide where they're going to college and they're playing on the varsity soccer team, they probably don't really care about decorating for prom. They have other things to worry about. Yeah. You know what one of them isn't? A, a prom queen bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, why did they? Mm, it's so unnecessary that he's class president. Mm-hmm. It's so, I mean, he could just be a random BMOC 
Um, that's big man on campus, um, which is a term from the sixties. I've been reading a lot of nineteen sixties comics. Bad, badass Mamba Jahamba on campus. That's that, that correct. That is that is literally yes. yes. That is what. Yeah, exactly. You can just be a badass Mamba Jahamba without being class president. It's you know, hey, it's the nineties. Yeah, that's true. I think they needed to establish him as more than a jock. Right. Which and the they... easiest way to make him more than a jock is either make him valedictorian because, you know, fourth highest GPA in, in the class isn't enough to establish him as more than a jock. He right. would have to be valedictorian <laughs> or class president or something. Like, they needed to give him something more than star soccer player to really hammer home the whole college decision thing. I mean, I agree. They didn't need to make him class president, but I do appreciate that they made him more than just the star soccer player. And I think that if they make him class president, it also lends itself to that whole college storyline. Right. He has lots of, he has a great college resume all that stuff, yeah. Hey, would this have worked um, if it was um, instead of like a whole a whole ass high school? If it was in a drama department, probably. I think it might work pretty well because then it would make sense why he's pitching in to help build sets, and yeah, like Brock being there would make sense at all. And then... Well, and so if they were doing that, I wonder if it would have been, instead of you have to make her prom queen, it would have... Or it would have been like, you have to cast her as the lead and make it work. Right. And so Zach's the director. Yeah. Or the assistant director. Whatever, you know. (laughs) Whatever power struggle. It could be a a student directed. Exactly, yeah. She's one act. I mean, we... uh Uh-huh. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I just feel like then you'd have a whole other sort of subtext of acting of like, um, falseness and facetiousness and like, yeah. when are you telling the truth when you're on stage or when you're not on stage, then the whole performance art thing makes sense. And like, would it work to do it as a drama department, but still the prom thing? So he's direct, like he's the, you know, st- like the stage manager or whatever. So it makes sense that he's also directing the setup of prom. Right. There's all of this acting stuff, but there would be something other than where, you know, it's still set in the scope of prom king and queenness. But a lot of the time, I mean, you know, another trope is, oh, school dance. Let's pull in the set design kids to make it look nice in the gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, Usher as a choreographer slash sound, like, soundboard operator? Like, then, let's all do that dance I taught you actually makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think that he, I know we're not there in the movie yet, but he, like, put up posters around school and, like, advertised on his radio show, like, okay, 3 p.m. on Thursday, after last bell, we're all gonna meet in the cafeteria and we're going to learn this really cool dance for prom. Yeah. And then people actually showed up because it's Usher and presumably he's one of the popular kids. And so they would show up because they wanted to be part of the cool crowd. 
I love the idea of unpopular DJ Usher. I know that's not what you said just now, but but no, I know that is delicious. That is a plot. I want a whole movie about unpop like in a Wet Hot American Summer. It's hard to say summer uh, after you say mm-hmm. Wet Hot American. Um, yep. The DJ who acts as sort of the Greek chorus. Turns out to be this camper who doesn't shower for the whole summer and, like, has to get, like, physically taken from the radio room and, like, thrown in the lake or whatever. Because he smells so bad and is so unpopular. But he's also the voice of, like, the, you know, narrator, kind of. Sure. In the same way that Usher is in this movie. I love the idea of he seems cool and then he leaves and it's just like, get out of the way. Fool, out of my way, fool, and it's Usher. Like, yes, like, hey, what? come on. And then he's like, into it, he runs back into the microphone. I think I touched her boob. <laughs> oh man, this has layers and layers because now I want to hear an Usher song called I Think I Touched Her Boob. I'm sure you could, <laughs> I mean, tweet him and the subtext is, is there in probably more than one album's worth of songs, probably, but probably. Um, so, yeah, I think that um, he did have to have sort of a flyer bulletin board yeah. announcement sort of situation. What's interesting is that nowadays you just YouTube it. Yeah. Or, you know, do TikTok it even. I mean, depends on how long the dance is. I suppose now you have several minutes on TikTok. So, like, yeah, put the dance on TikTok. And then every kid at every prom in America, at least, probably other countries too, but definitely America, will be doing your dance. And, and like, suburban moms, uh, yep. grandpas, Elementary cows? schoolers. Yeah, yeah, elementary schoolers. Probably also cows. Yeah. They'll at least be in the background of some videos of suburban moms and, well, not suburban moms. They would yeah. be pretty rural moms if there are cows in the background. But th- there will be cows in some of the TikToks. By the way, if you if you don't follow Busta Move on TikTok, you really should. Um, mm-hmm. It's true. Of course, there won't be any chickens doing any of these moves because they're on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. No, no you're I'm not. not. I don't know I why little, you pretend to apologize. I am a little because of the sound that I made, but also it was really funny because it's a separate app for chickens. Yep. And not, not called TikTok, <laughs> which I guess is a different TikTok? thing. Mm, we found it. Great job. Thank I think you. we're done here. No, let's see. We're not. We're not even started. Um, we're not, I was gonna say we still have an entire <laughs> scenes worth. So, all right. So Taylor comes up to Zach, who is planning prom by directing where large white tissue paper should go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how you plan prom. <laughs> you no know, prom. Um, and so uh, Taylor comes up and says, "Hey, Zach, I was um, trying on this little Richard Tyler dress the other day." Or, and whatever. Anyways, just really quick about Richard Tyler. Um, he's mm-hmm. a, an Australian fashion designer. Uh, pertinent information. He was born in the suburb called Sunshine of Melbourne. Oh. Um, that's really cool that that is the... How come our suburbs aren't named cool things like that? 
Yeah. <laughs> he has received great acclaim for dressing Hollywood celebrities. He is the man responsible for de- designing Delta Airlines uniforms in 2005. So after okay. this movie, he really hit the heights of, uh, of success. Um, mm-hmm. And part of his runway is shown in the 2001 movie Head Over Heels, a movie, Aaron, that stars a certain Freddie Prince Jr. So Okay. Um, okay, that wait, is where which one was head over heels. That is where uh, there is a, a a woman who is uh, has a hit out on her, and then Freddie Prince Jr. is the hitman that is. I didn't see this one. This doesn't to... sound remotely familiar. Let me let me Hold let on. me get a a synopsis to read on air here. I need to see who else was in this. Yeah, two thousand one film. Here we go. Um, something happens, and I'm head over heels. So. Uh, Monica Potter is the is the love interest. Um, okay. So, uh, Mon- it follows Amanda Pierce, a woman who works at the Met, restoring paintings. She moves in with four models and falls for a man living in an apartment they can see across the street. The models try to help her meet him, but discover he might not be what he seems. Oh, oops, he's a hitman. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I definitely never even heard of that one. Hey, we own it if you want to borrow it. <laughs> I think I'm good. It's, listen... Everyone I'm sure it's hated fine. It. I'm sure it's decent, but oh, really? Uh, the film was panned by critics. Apparently, no one liked it at all. But like Timothy oh, Oliphant what? is in it, and and that's it. Just those three. See, I know Monica Potter as the mom from Parenthood, like one Correct. of the moms. Yeah, the, one of the young, the younger generation moms from Parenthood. Right, Monica so, Potter. Mm-hmm. And so I can't picture her as the love interest of Freddie Prince Jr., who will perpetually be. 18 years old in my mind. Right. Um, just real quick about she Monica. She could be his mom. Right. Um, Monica Mater. Um, she uh-huh. is, uh, there's a County Crow song called Mrs. Potter's Lullaby, and that is about Monica Potter. Interesting. <clears throat> Which is really fun if you have listened to that song for a while and pictured Mrs. Potter as being an old woman, and then it's like, mm-hmm. nope, it's about that that woman mom monica potter um also uh the um county crow song monkey is about courtney cox who adam duritz also dated anyways that's listen this isn't okay. a counting crows uh who did adam duritz date podcast yet um <laughs> no names are occurring to me okay uh, but so yeah, basically, I didn't find much. The Wikipedia is is very sparse. There were links to like fashion wiki, and I was like, "Listen, okay. I'm not gonna not gonna know what's going on here." So, an Australian fashion designer that was big at the time for sure. He then he was a guest judge on uh, America's Top Project Runway. He was uh, in 2006. So, right, designer that is extant. In the world. America's Next Top Model, but for the dresses. Right, 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 right. Which makes more sense about why he would be on the show at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, what what did um, Taylor think when she was uh, trying on that little Richard Tyler dress, Erin? So she realized that she and Zach haven't made plans for prom. Uh-huh. Because they always said they would go together. So clearly they're going to go together. Even if just as friends. Even if they're just going as friends, and Zach is basically basically like, bitch, please. <laughs> I mean, He's like, A um. little, yeah. 
Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to prom with you. What is what is wrong with you? What what about anything that's happened recently would make you think I would want to go to prom with you? You know that look when you are, your kid is older than you um, saying, uh-huh, but not old enough that you're like, no, stop it. Stop lying to me. But right in that mm-hmm. sweet spot where you're like, I know you're lying to me. You know I know you're lying to me. What, what game are we playing? That's the look Freddie Prince Jr. gives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And he asks, what happened to Brock? Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, that's so last week. Well, now, and that brings me to my second point of research. He actually asks, what happened to the Lord of the Dance? Okay. Um, yes. Tell me about the Lord of the Dance, who I assume IRL is not one... Uh, Brock Turner. Correct. Um, the real life person Brock Turner does not also turn out to be Lord of the Dance in real life. Um, the uh, Lord of the Dance. Right, he turns is... out to be Matthew Lillard. Exactly. Um, but I think we th- I think we found that Brock Turner was the name of someone who made the movie, who wrote the movies, like. like oh, that's friend. Right. Anyways, because um, yeah. it's not just a a Rock Turner reference; it's an actual person reference, which right. is weirder. Um, so it's Lord Brock of the Dance. Hudson. Right. I keep saying Brock Turner. Yeah. It's Brock yeah, Hudson. Yeah. You know how Turner and Hudson are the same word? Uh-huh, so, yeah, they're the same. Lord of the <laughs> Dance, um, they threw him in the Turner Bay, um, is an Irish music... Lord of the Dance is an Irish musical and dance production that was created, choreographed, and produced by Irish-American dancer Michael Flatley, who is often called Michael Flatley, comma, Lord of the Dance, uh, who also mm-hmm. took a starring role, because that's what you do. He was Lin-Manuel Miranda... Before Lin Manuel Miranda was Lin Manuel Miranda, why would I give myself that that to say three times? Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the the music for the show was written by Ronan Hardiman. Basically, there was this thing called Riverdance in the mid '90s that Michael Flatley was this big guy in, and Riverdance. Apparently, I didn't realize this during Eurovision '94. They had like interstitials where Riverdance would happen. They weren't competing for anything. They were just sort of like a Here's something while we change sets, and people were like, "Oh, hey, what's this fucking river dance thing?" And then they made boatloads of money. And Michael Flatley at yep. some point was like, "I'm leaving to go be Lord of the Dance," and that's what uh, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, he then did that for a while. Then he wrote like three other shows, and I assume is just still, you know, dancing, just dancing. I would assume, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Michael Flatley, Lord of the Dance, not Brock Turner, dances at parties. Or Brock Hudson. Right. Whichever. Interchangeable. Um, <laughs> They're the same person. The, the, hey, in, in Brock Hudson, the B is actually silent as it is in all words. Um, mm-hmm. And that, ladies and, and gentlemen and everyone in between, is a James and Aaron high school inside joke. It sure is. <laughs> so every word has a silent B in it. That's true. That's true. What was? <laughs> Guess what? It's not an inside joke anymore. I just told you what the joke is. Well, all right. Hold on, though. The thesis was all names have the word have the letter B in them, and then we were talking to our friend Clint, and we realized that Aaron and James and Clint, none of them have Bs. So then true. we then that's why uh, one of my usernames that I often use is Jambis01. Because, yep. you know. I was, uh, my AO3 username is Urban Nerd Girl. 
and it's yeah. E-R-B-I-N, not U-R-B-A-N. Right. It took me a long time after I created huh. that username to realize that if you say it out loud, it sounds like urban. I literally put that I together just literally urban. that now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, now I could be wrong about this, but I think urban nerd girl or urban nerd girl Mm-hmm. Is what was my suggestion for your Reddit username when I yes. said Reddit is something that you should do? That is true. It's also my Spotify username. Um, I use it. For, I've used it for a handful of things, but the only one that I am still that I still actually, off the top of my head, remember that it's attached to is Archive of Our Own. Nice. Because I think I created that Reddit username and then promptly never used it. Right, I think it's a non-username, more like. Um, yep. You know, like your Twitter handle. Let's go to social media. No. Um, no, that's actually a really good segue. <laughs> uh, well, I just want to say that Taylor basically does that thing where she's like, uh, you're not going with Lainey, are you? And does the, like, look over your shoulder, like, hey, look over your shoulder, because I'm looking over your shoulder. And so Zach looks over his shoulder, and Lainey's talking to uh, Dean in a way that, I don't. I didn't understand until we talked about Tuesday's episode or whatever. Um, right. I guess I get now, kinda, but in it sort of a nice does, way. <laughs> yeah, it does feel a little bit like the director said, "Hey, ad lib some stuff about talking to Dean." Yeah. And so she's like, "Yeah, so this big white tissue paper thing is going to go in that corner." Yeah. And then the- we're gonna dance because it's prom and people dance at prom she's better about it than that but that is base it basically is like you hear her you practically hear her saying peas and carrots watermelon right. cantaloupe right prom proms and dresses mm-hmm. cristal um mm-hmm. but yep. th- this also um this also says that laney is somehow also preparing for prom why is that right what when did she? I don't know. And so what I have to assume is that Zach at some point during their friendship pulled her in to like artistic design. Yeah, he Jesse Wells And sure, so now she's for sure. And so he's telling people, yes, that is the white paper tissue thing that Lainey said you should make. Good job. Go put it over there until Lainey decides where it goes. <laughs> and then Lainey is also part of this. And she's like, yes, that white tissue paper thing should go over here. Not where Zach told you to put it in that corner. It should go over here, front and center. This is white paper. White tissue paper is the theme of prom because of the orphans in right, but... Bangladesh. Right. Who have to make the white tissue paper in the sweatshops. Yeah. For pennies. Yeah. So that and you, also- American teenager, can go to prom. Right. I love an activist prom theme. That mm-hmm. I, I'd actually like to see that more. Where it's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, all your theme is mermaids? No, it's dead dolphins, Mrs. Carruthers. And she's the prom chairman. And she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. right. I like dolphins. And then you save the dolphins through prom. That's the end of it's that true. movie. Yep. Boy, we've gotten... Listen, this this episode has been a smorgasbord of great movie ideas. Yeah. Is that all in this one episode? Mm-hmm. 
Wow. I kind of forgot that the other, that. Boob quest. I, I, yep. I forgot boob quest happened today and not <laughs> earlier this week. Actually, the, the, uh, the revival movie is called boob quest happened today. Um, <laughs> episode title <laughs> takes place on the same day. All of the cast. They're just sitting there. Talking. You would have to see the whole show to know what they're talking about. But, mm-hmm. you know, needless to say, fan service. That's that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fan service. Is it time for social want... media? Yeah. Oh, well, not quite. Uh, Zach sees Lainey talking to oh, Dean right. and he gets pissed off and he stalks over right. and he's like, what the hell? Right. And, and she's mine. Like, hey, buddy, well, what's up? Yeah. I'm Dean. I'm easygoing Dean. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll find out next week how uh, Zach feels about Easygoing Dean, but uh, based on the beginning of this interaction, I'm going to say not great. Right, it's getting time I'm for just, a Zach I'm just attack. Gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I don't Hacky remember Zach, Zach how Lainey reacts, but I feel like Lainey tells Zach to stop being a dickbag. <laughs> I could Listen, be wrong, but that is Aaron that's calling my the prediction. shot. We are going to go with, hey, Zach, stop being a dick bag. Aaron, social media. <laughs> we are on Twitter as a podcast franchise at JE underscore Minute Movies, but individually, I can be found at Unabashedly Aaron. And I can be found at Dramatic Pause Unabashed James. <laughs> we are proud members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet and on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network, where for $2 a month, you can get all sorts of great bonus content, including a good amount of audio and other content from none other than me and James. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Until next week, I leave you with this question, listener. Is that Paul Walker? Hmm. It's a thinker. week's sign off is hey listener stop being a dick bag (laughs) (laughs) the scavengers network creator driven community focused treasured content